so this is episode zero hi, mom. of our hi mom of our heretofore unnamed horror movie podcast. Wait, was Fright Club taken? Fright Club was taken. Fright Club was taken. Uh, are we Silver Screams was taken. Uh. So I don't know. We're gonna have to think about it. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But okay. we know first and foremost. Uh, well, first and foremost, let's introduce ourselves. Hi. I'm Liam Masick. Oh, we doing last names too? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm not scared. Are you scared? I just never know what last name to use. You have so many. I know. Which one do you want to use? I don't know. Give me time. Okay. Let me go you last. Go. I don't want them to find me. So do you want to just go by Shaggy? No, I'll use my stage name. My name's Sean Patrick Sears. Well, that's also your professional name. We will never refer to him as that. Thank yeah, God. no, he's Shaggy. <laughs> uh, if you're, if you're, what three year old son calls you Shaggy? Is four. he four? four? He's now. four now. Yeah, he's four. His yeah. four year old son calls you Shaggy, so you're, you're Shaggy forever. Back at the commune. Yeah. We don't use titles like mom and dad. No, first names only. <laughs> first names only. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so I think I think I'll go. By Lauren Connolly, then. Cool. Okay. Let's do that. Welcome, Lauren Connolly. Thank you. Um, introductions, right? We're going to come up with a name eventually. Yeah, we'll come Ground up with a name. Round rules. Let's want... let's fight this out. Because okay. I know we've... So, a little backstory. Uh, we have had a really difficult time, uh, Shaggy and I in particular, uh, coming up with an agreed set of rules for the format, the structure, but we know what, okay, let's start with what we agree on. Let's start with what we want the podcast to be. Uh, I am a movie nerd. Mm -hmm. I am not a horror film fanatic, but I can talk movies forever. Okay. And you two really like horror movies. I love scary movies. I I do love scary movies, but I honestly don't love to be scared. Is that weird? I don't um, know if it's weird. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not. I really I don't, will from I time really to time. But I genuinely don't like being scared. I'm not going to judge you about that. The ghost stuff really scares me. But the ghost stuff? The ghost me? stuff really scares me. Because Excellent. I don't believe in ghosts. But wait. Yeah. Oh. Because, you know, if you do, mm-hmm. that's when they come. The, oh. So I don't believe in them. Wait, that yeah. already gives credence, though, doesn't it? If you're, like, intentionally not believing in them to make sure they don't get you, you already kind of think they might get you, and so you put rules in place to stop them. Yep. So far, it's worked. I don't believe in anything, so it's really hard for horror movies to scare me. Um, but... I mean, you believe you ha- you're mortal, right? I don't even know about that at this point. But I, I, <laughs> oh, my God. Existential nihilism is definitely the way to go for me, but, uh, so, so it's difficult for a horror movie to scare me, but there is a, a, an accepted language of film that like they're manipulating you all the time. So if they want you to feel sad, if it's a good movie, it can make you feel sad. If you see it trying to make you feel sad, you're like, that's fucking bullshit. I'm not going to feel sad now. Horror movies are the wait, same way. Who, wait, that's the first part I was with you, but like you intentionally spied out when the, you know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I like, do too. You don't? No. You're seriously, no. there's never a point where I you're like, you know what? I see you trying to pull on my heartstrings. 
Yeah, I get I, that a lot. And it just sucks because you're like, ugh, that's like, don't do that. If like, It's like telling you that it wants you to be sad instead of making you sad. I am, I would say, the most forgiving of the three of us when it comes to seeing what the artist is trying to do and then meeting them halfway. Decidedly, that is that is the case. You are the most forgiving. I, I don't know. I might be the least forgiving. Lauren, you, you, you. There are times that you really make me put my money down on it, though. Like it's. I am. I am very specific in what I like and what I don't like. Um. But no, Shaggy, I think it's because you're, I think it's because sometimes you take the movie and you think of it in your own head and you think how it is and you basically remake the the movie in your own head. Because you're also the least attached to reality. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying. Yes, because I was going to say most creative, but I don't necessarily think that's true. But that's what it is. Yeah, you're completely detached from reality sometimes, especially when (laughs) you... Okay, in a complimentary way. We went from like you have a loose grip to you're detached, you're gone. No, you're completely detached from reality, especially, (laughs) especially when you are putting yourself into somebody else's hands to tell you a story. Like when you immerse yourself in some art, you're just in it. And any grip on reality completely leaves you. It's almost like you have the capability to do what you, what writers of books want you to do with a movie, which I find very difficult and really with, kind of with almost anything. Inspiring. Like, yeah. you're the ideal audience member. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. So, see, it was a compliment. Yeah. We're, we're saying it like it's <laughs> shitty, but it's. You're anybody wants you in their audience. Wait a minute. This, okay, so I guess my role in this podcast then is going to be kind of like, like guy on the street audience man. No, like one of the masses no, think? because guy on the street audience man can't do what you do oh. with that. Like sometimes, if we watch a really bad movie, you're probably going to turn it into a really great movie, and then we'll be like, well, why didn't they just make it that make that? And I'll say, well, they did if you just seen it this way. If you just detach yourself from the reality (laughs) of how fucking awful this movie is. Are we talking about Devil's Rejects already? No, no, we're not there. We're not there. We might be talking about House of a Thousand Corpses, but not Devil's Rejects. Maybe. Um, All right, so. So, uh, the things, we we want this podcast to be, uh, you know, an analysis of the art of making a horror film, uh, the history of horror films to a certain extent. Okay. The, uh, and, and also, and I think this is because you're more, uh, well versed in horror than I am. And, and probably more than Lauren is just cause you immerse yourself in it so much. You really dive into the sociology of, why was this scary to these people at this time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. You can't not. You can't see a piece of art and take it outside of the context in which it was given. Nothing exists in a vacuum. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, um, I think that's kind of... That, uh, more than anything, I'm looking to you to provide that kind of detail. Rad, I'm in. Um, oh, good, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lauren, I think 
the shit that you're into really surprises me sometimes. So <laughs> I like, love I really symbolic retribution. Yes, you do. Oh man, you do. Oh my god. So I when can't we wait. get to Saw. Oh, oh, that's so good. That's going to be a really good Lauren episode. Yes. But, uh, so. Especially if we do Saw 5, because that's the okay, best one. So now we're, we're jumping ahead. All right, here we You're, go. We're getting into the rules. But so I think that's, is, is that what we want this to do? Lauren, is there anything that you want this podcast to specifically bring to the table that we haven't already talked about? No, I think we're good. I think it's just it's just going to be us talking about movies cool. and yeah. And really, I oh man, I can't wait to start getting like really pontificating and pretentious about it because I feel also yes. that's gonna no. that's gonna be my role. That's what you're gonna be the best at for sure. That absolutely, I can't wait. Oh my god, I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I like most things, but when I hate something, you fucking it's over. hate it. It's over. Oh man, you're gonna rain on Shaggy's parade so it's, hard. I don't know specific stuff. But sometimes, yeah. not all the time. No, Usually, it'll be me, but mostly. Usually. Like when it's when it's Lauren, it's gonna hurt you. I'm ready to stick up for the little guy. These major studios. Yes, I'm here to stick up <laughs> for the little guy. The major studios of Miramax. <laughs> oh no, that's right. Oh, we're starting there. Are I'm we? Here to, you're damn right. We are. Episode one. Wait, is House of a Thousand? No, wait. What's the one about? What's the one in the Wax Museum? That's House of a Thousand Corpses. Is it House of a Thousand Corpses? Or, okay. or Wait, it could no. be House of Wax. House yeah, of that's Wax. the one I'm that's thinking. That's the one you're thinking of. That's the good. original that and the remake. awful, but, too. I mean... But anyway. Are we talking Vincent Price House of Wax, or are we talking Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, Hilton, Paris Hilton, House, Hilton of House of Wax? That's, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Vincent Price. I was going to be like, wait, no, not Vinny. But yeah, no, Paris Hilton. I just saw out. on Facebook today uh, an early headshot of Vincent Price. Hmm. That dude was hot it's as a balls. sign. Oh my god, that dude. was the most fuckable man in Hollywood at yeah, that dude, point. Yeah, dude, that dude's hot as balls. He had to be. Like, he was oh, ripped. Now I have to see. He like had his no. He, he like there was no Look shirt on. His hair wasn't like quaffed. His face wasn't craggy. Like he just looked like the best looking man around. Yeah, dude, hundred percent, totally hot, absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, so the rules. Um. Has to be a horror movie, which means we have to define what a horror movie is. Well, it has to be a horror movie in some respect. I would argue that horror comedies are allowed, even if they lean more comedy than horror. Yeah, death, most death for sure. Like oh, Young Frankenstein, I'm Hot add Fuzz, another one. Th- those those sorts of movies. Hot Fuzz, yeah. Hot Fuzz is a horror movie? Yes, it is. Oh, is Hot it? Fuzz is a spoof about action movies, though. No, but it's also a spoof about slasher flicks. Hmm. It is. That's a stretch. It, it might be a stretch, but it deserves the conversation. Okay, well, let's have this then. Uh, there are different types of horror movies. Yes, there are. One of those types of genres is existential horror. I would like to posit that Requiem for a Dream is a horror movie. Well, we can watch it and we can have that discussion. you got to put it on the list. <sighs> So here's the thing. Let's talk about the how we pick our movie. We let's, have a let's list. Let's talk about the list. Okay. So far, uh, so three months ago, was it three months ago that uh, I approached you guys about doing this, or was it more than that? Is this where you talk about how? I think it might have been more than that. Kind of it might have been more than that. But you guys, I've I've dragged you guys kicking and screaming down to Lauren and Chris's basement into your own Jesus. basement. <laughs> into is, the basement, which is great for a horror movie. It is dra- great for I a horror movie. I dragged you into your own basement. Yeah. Uh. 
But I wanted to do this, and uh, I wanted you guys to do it with me. And I immediately started compiling a list. And I was like, you guys compile a list, and I'll compile a list. And then we'll like compare the lists, and we will put them together where there are overlaps. We'll like not have them overlap, but we'll like put it into one single really good list. So the lists, right? So like basically, so how- I came up with a list, Good job. and you guys were supposed to come up with lists. We did it's all in the noggin. Yeah, but it, we can't randomly select something from your noggin. I'm, I have a I'm book sending at them. Home ready. I'm sending them. As I know I you have them. a book at home ready, but we need to compile it into like a spreadsheet. Okay, a list, something that we can remove things from and add things to very easily. Something that we could randomize. Yeah, how are we going to randomize it? How do you want to randomize it? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's kosher to like plug another podcast, but I know on the Friendly Fire podcast that I, that I listen to and love, uh, they use dice or a die, but we could use like percentile dice. How nerdy is this going to get? I don't know what a percentile dice is. So it's two D 10, one of which has one through 10 and one of which has like one zero through zero zero which right anyway oh, okay and then you roll both of them and then all of a sudden you come up with that the problem it, is it gets you somewhere so that between goes all the way up to a thousand it, no it goes somewhere between one and a hundred one and a hundred oh okay so we're close to that chris That's the that. engineer currently is like bringing out <laughs> he's not an engineer well he is an engineer in he's real our life, engineer. but he's he's our producer he's that's his nickname is the horror engineer he's the, the engineer and he's going to have some pretty good opinions, too. So hopefully. Yeah. You so he'll just shout them in the background. It should be the four of us. See, he's saying nope now. But when we were watching a movie last night, he was all about. Oh, no. The man has some it. very strong opinions. Yes. Strong and good, I should say. It's yes. not just like him talking shit. Thank you for showing him me the dice. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's Excellent. exactly how we describe them. The click so, clack you hear um, in the background is dice. But no, this is good. If we if we want to do the next movie, yeah, shake so them out. we can we can, yeah. but we have to have the spreadsheet to well, be able to do close. that, what and it'll be say? numbered. You had a lot of the things on your list are things that I would also put on my list. I mean, I that was, is true. I was thinking of you, especially well, on the movies that I hated. That why. But so what did you say? You have like 80 on your list? I have like 80 to 85. So I, we just need to I add 15 them. to 20 more. Yeah. We could totally do that. I have 101. Oh. You don't have 101. Your and book I'm has sure 101 and most of them are of already them... listed. Fine. So. But I have I have just added like four. One, two, three, four. Yes. Well, that's more. Okay. So so we should always have at least 100. So max 100. And as we take one off, we put one on. And I think we should go. Ooh, that's ambitious. It is. So no, what we do, yeah, when we when we take one off, we put one on, and this is what I propose, Uh-oh. and this is where I'm getting back to Saw Five, Here which is your favorite saw. It is my favorite saw. So my proposal is this. I've heard this rule. I hate it already. I love this rule, and I think it works. Uh, we would have Saw on the list. Once we watch Saw, we take Saw off and replace it with Saw 2. So, like, you can't watch Saw 5 until you've watched Saw 1 through 4. All right. Does that, that's fair, right? It's fair. And How also, dare you betray I feel me in like, time I'm sorry. I also I feel mean, like. I mean, Saw, which one is it? I can't even remember. Three or four sucks. But that's I think okay. it's four because I really like three. Okay. So, here's my problem. Here's my problem with it. 
right? Is that when we get into what I like to call something the studios fucked up. For instance, and this is just a bit of lore, since we're going to be discussing on our first one we've already picked. We've already picked Scream. We're going to be doing that as the first episode. We that was a condition it. of you coming on the podcast, yes. Right, we watched Scream first because it's a movie about movies, and this is a podcast about movies, and it's fun, and it's meta, but so is the movie. Oh, Fun-time. I didn't know that's how we came to that. All right. Yeah. Sure. I'm just anyway, here for the ride. Um, <laughs> my problem is, so... Okay. I did a lot of negotiating here's, in the back room. Well, thank you for that. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. Here's my main Negotiate. issue. In the back room. My main issue is things like this. Wes Craven, as a Hail Mary, did a movie about some weird slasher killer that invades your dreams. And it just so happened that that became Nightmare on Elm Street. Fantastic. Great. Wonderful. Everyone loves it. Right? However, people don't remember the first one as much as they remember the next five which Wes Craven had almost nothing to do with. He produced them, but he didn't direct them because he sold off the rights rights. to do the rest of them. He sold the rights. As a part of the agreement to do the first one. Right. I think I'm going to add Friday the 13th just because I want to watch the one in space. Maybe. Yep, it is. I want to watch the one in space. I was going to say, if I left off Friday the 13th, which, by the way, this is part of the exciting thing. A lot of the movies on those lists I haven't seen including some classics like Friday the 13th. So I don't think I've seen Friday the 13th either. I've always known you to be a bit of a movie snob. Yeah. Which is why I'm very, very surprised you decided to do a horror movie podcast. And here's why I'm surprised. Because they're bad? I'm not going to say that because I love them. They're they're a thing. They're my children and I love them. So I'm not saying they're bad. No, so here's here's the thing with horror movies, and it's this is uh, horror movies are a very they're a democratic art form. You can say they're for groundlings. It's fine. No, it's not you that they're snob. for groundlings. They're not for groundlings. <laughs> but like Shakespeare was for the groundlings. So fuck you. Uh, the parts of it, the not all things, of it. all the good parts, the sex and blood. Uh, yeah, most of it. Most of it was for the groundlings. Uh, the the thing about horror movies is that it's not expensive or difficult necessarily in the grand scope of filmmaking to make one. So it's it's the entrance point for a lot of people. Like when people are like, hey, we should get together and we should make a movie together. Like college kids, like people who are just starting out. A lot of people who just start out start in horror movies Mm. because it's something that you don't need a lot of budget to get one that looks acceptable to the genre. Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4. Right. That's where they got their big break. So. People don't know that. With with that in mind, there are a lot of really poorly made horror movies because they don't have to have a lot of budget or technical know-how to be acceptable in the horror genre. Okay. Um, so no, it's generally not my, my, my preferred genre because first of all, I believe in nothing. So it's difficult to scare me and like a horror movie that doesn't scare me is like a comedy that doesn't make me laugh. Can I say that I enjoyed a comedy that it was a good comedy if I don't find it funny? Now it used to be way back in the day 
including in Shakespeare's time, that a comedy was only defined by a story at the end of which people got married. Mm-hmm. There used to be a hard definition of comedy, and that was it. That's why so many comedies weren't funny. Like Merchant of Venice is a comedy. But it's not. Only in it, the loosest of terms. Could, no, in the strictest, it's considered one of his comedies because it ends with a wedding. Right, you, that's what I mean. Why did you just add showgirls to the list? I can't think of anything scarier. <laughs> Actually, he added it to the list because that's a Scream 2 reference, which we'll get to when I'm we excited. watch Scream 2. I'm oh, excited. I haven't seen Scream 2. Oh, man. Okay, so ground rules, right? So we've talked about what kind of the roles that we'll be playing. We've talked about kind of the the, the, the rules we'll have. Which the is selection we, process. We, we have 100. And then we roll a die 100 and we pick whatever one's off the list. We take it off. We replace it with whatever. If we replace it with the sequel, that's fine. Great until the sequel's run out. We replace it with something else. Right. So I guess I'd like to talk about the structure. I have one more thing before you go onto the structure. If I can interrupt you real fast. And that is that I want the same thing to hold for remakes. (gasps) Oh, So if we're going to watch House of Wax, we have to watch Vincent Price House of Wax and then we can take that off the list and yeah. replace it with the Paris Hilton House of Wax. That okay. Makes, that makes so I much guarantee sense. you it does. that the director of the Paris Hilton House of Wax hates that we're only calling it the Paris Hilton House of Wax. Probably. Because nobody knows who that director is. Yeah, I was going to say, who directed that? I don't know. We have phones. We can IMDb it. If but. I'd like to go ahead and put a personal message into episode zero that if the director of the Paris Hilton House of Wax would like to send us a nasty letter, we will read it on this podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. I will gladly read any nasty letter. Hate mail. Sent to us. Yes. By anyone. All of it. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) All right. So the structure. So essentially, we've talked about our roles, all that stuff. The structure. What are we going to be making sure we discuss, right? Because we don't want to ramble on about a movie for like five hours. No one wants to listen to that. So what are we going to make sure we, we pick on and apart, right? And then what are we not going to talk about? Like, okay, well, we have to... Uh, we absolutely have to have a rating system for them. We do? Well, we have to, we have to decide at the end of it how we, would, how we would grade the film. I mean... And we can disagree, Sure. We will disagree. Unfortunately for me, it's whether or not I would recommend this to a friend. Which friend? Um, You certainly wouldn't recommend it to me. That's not true. (laughs) I don't like you. (laughs) 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 Lauren, you can't just make a face. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They can't see you. So... <laughs> I I'm not saying anything. I no, but I mean I, she doesn't like either of us. I don't. That's accurate. Um, I I think laugh that, out loud, Lauren. Laugh I'm, out loud. No. Yes. No, I'm Rolls. only laughing out loud on stuff that I want people to know I'm laughing about. <laughs> oh no, no. Well, if you don't, I will tell everybody that you're laughing. Uh, <laughs> we see you laughing, Lauren. Um, don't make that face at me. So this the, is radio. The rating system. I mean. I, it's. I feel so, weird. It's king a one through ten because I'm going to be the asshole that's like nine point five. Well, no. Here's my thought. Here's my thought, and I've been thinking about this, but I haven't told you guys that I've been thinking about this. But here's my thought. Um, it's very you. Yeah, it is very me. So we can agree 
that you could not compare existential horror to slasher horror. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So why don't we have mm, someone in the house is different than there's something from beyond. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't compare like Dracula to Cthulhu. No. Right. Because they're too different. I'd watch that. So play. why don't we have like when we come when we come across a new genre, why don't we judge it by other things or compare it to other things of that genre in the rating system. So, spoiler alert, as we've said, we're starting with Scream. We could start with a knife. And we would give Scream X number of knives. So many knives. When we come across Halloween, we can say, this is in the same genre. We give this X number of knives. Knives, right. You know, and if existential... it's a ghost story, how many ghosts? How many booze? We yeah. can't say booze, though. It's negative. We can say Boobs. That's what we're going to talk about during Scream. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Because it's a Weinstein. <laughs> let's don't. Yeah, we let's, we're going to talk about We're night. absolutely going to talk about how that's a horror movie in a horror movie in a horror movie. That so, really happened. But that's for episode one. Um, uh, so moving on. Uh, no, but okay. Um, uh, okay but does so that sound we, good? Like, sure. We don't have to have a full list of them. When we come across something, we're going to be like, guys... Can I the, think we need a new rating system. If the Eldritch stuff gets tentacles, I'll be so happy. I'll oh, be so... we can. I'll decide that now. We, or I'll vote for that now. We can give Eldritch shit tentacles. Yes. So tentacles. what would horror comedies be? Like googly eyes? Uh, well, it, that's fun. It could be googly eyes. It should be ghost face. It should be the masks. Because honestly, I when I think of horror comedy, I always think of Scream. Every single can we time. have it be like... Uh, a... And see, I don't know if I think of Scream as a horror comedy. It was pitched as a horror comedy, was but it really? we'll get there. Okay, Hang sorry, on, we'll get there. Sorry, We're jumping sorry. ahead. Um, but yeah, we can do the the we'll figure comedy masks. We'll figure it out. Bleeding. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleeding comedy masks. Bleeding co- comedy sure. masks. We'll so it out. yeah, but Although these are things like when we come across Great. a new genre, and if we have something that we blends genres, we can be like, I give Scream like five knives and three comedy masks, like you know, like something okay. like that. Sure. Does that so, sound good? That sounds great. So I don't now, think we need to go more than five, though. No, no, we don't. Okay, that's five. all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, we can okay. we can cap it at five. Five. We'll stars. keep it reasonable. It's like a Yelp review. Yeah. Yelp, please don't sue us. Sue us, Yelp. Do it. Come take the nothing that I've got. <laughs> so we know what kind of roles we're going to be playing. We know how we're going to be picking, and we know what we're, we're going to be playing? talking. About. I want to be an elf. Well, we know how we're going to rate them, but what are we going to be talking about? Like, when we discuss the movie, of course, you'll be discussing the cinematic aspects. I'll be discussing, like, kind of fun things about it and, like, uh, when it comes to, like, why this is important sociologically and why Lawrence the wild card. I'm totally a wild card. Really I don't know what I like. It's what that's. I mean, true. I know what I like, but I don't have you any You know it when you see it. it. I know it when I see it. Guys. Nice. Did you come well, up with a name? I've had a name, but nobody it? wants to listen to it. Oh. Is it the same one? It is the same one. Don't, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Here's what I think we should talk about. I think that for each time, we should talk about the social and political commentary. I think we should talk about whether or not... Oh, that's all you, man. That's fine. Oh, I'll get in on it, but like you'll probably have to bring it up. Yeah, you will. I think we should talk about... I think we should make sure we talk about that. Like, that's a box we check. We talk about the movie aspect of it and the filmmaking, right? We talk about the making of it when it comes to horror. Like, did this or did this not add anything new to horror? 
Right. Right. Oh, I like that. Right. Did this or did this not add anything new to horror? Is this a horror movie? Is this a horror movie or not? Right. Or is this something else that's like dressed up as a horror movie? Because it's so much satire. Or is it a horror movie that nobody credits as being a horror movie? Like Like, Requiem for a Dream. Right. Which is most, I definitely believe it's a horror movie. It's terrifying. It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's everybody's, it's just all the fears. Except that none of the fears are you die. Did you add it? I'm going to add it. Add it. Um, I think we should talk about social political commentary. Is this a horror movie? What did it add to horror? The filmmaking process of it? You're going to talk more about that. And then whether or not we had it, like for me, a horror movie has to have four elements. And these are the four I want to cover. Social commentary of some sort. Like the, the like the Asimovian rules of sci-fi. Well, much like sci-fi, good yes. horror will usually be trying to say something. Right. And if it's not saying anything other than give me your, your ticket money, then this is not very good. But uh, number two, it has We're to gonna be... We're going to see a lot of that. A little scary, right? At some point, you have to like have a, a reaction of like, oh no, you know, like, oh, I'm scared. Um, it needs to be fun. Right there's so for me there's so many horror movies that are out there that just aren't really having a good time and if y'all ain't having a good time, I'm not having a good time. See, I love not having a good time at the movies. I know that about you, which is why you show me some of these movies you show me. <laughs> and then the fourth one here is, uh, and I think almost all horror movies have to have a little bit of sex in them. Honestly, I think it does have just a little bit of like sex appeal, something like that, and I don't know why. Horror movies don't have that. You know, R.A. Salvatore, this gonna, is going to touch on a couple of things. Uh, R.A. Salvatore wrote, I don't know if it was, I think it was an essay or maybe it was an article, an opinion piece of sorts, uh, about why Twilight sucks. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I mean, <clears throat> I'm with you. It does. And his reasoning for why not only does Twilight suck, but Twilight is dangerous. Okay. To society. What? And his argument was, is that, uh, much like you're saying, classic horror, all horror is meant as a cautionary tale of some kind. Sure. And they're all kind of analogous. There's like a one-to-one ratio. Vampires are abusive boyfriends. Okay. Werewolves are rapists. Okay. Across the board. That is what those stories are meant to warn That's readers fascinating. about. According to R.A. Salvatore. According to R.A. Salvatore. This was his argument. Okay. And when you make werewolves not rapists and vampires not abusive boyfriends, you are sending bad messages, particularly to uh, the young women of society saying, no, he's not an abusive boyfriend. He sparkles in the sunlight. He's fine. You can change him. He's really good on the out- on the inside. That's fantastic. Isn't that great? You got to yeah, send me that essay. Yeah, I like that. So uh, I think that's the kind of thing that you're looking for. Like that's the kind of thing that you're talking about. Oh right? my God. I can only get so erect. This is, Im- <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. That's um, not true. The- so yeah, you no. can get more erect. Send, send, yeah, God, that's what I, that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. So yeah, social political commentary, the filmmaking itself, whether or not we liked it, had a good time, right? And if it has for me those four. If elements, I'm not having a good time, I might actually be having an excellent time. I 
see, what's weird is you think that I'm the weird one. No, I know I'm the weird one. (laughs) Just doesn't make sense. I know that. All right. So, but I own it. Um, is there anything else we wanted to cover and make sure? Like, this is episode zero, setting episode the ground zero, rules. Episode zero, setting some ground rules. And you know what? This shit's just going to take off. Let's just act as if that everybody's going to be listening to this at some point. And understand that uh, the first episodes of every podcast always suck more than the rest of them. Because we're going to find our groove. Great. We're going to find segments that we end up talking about more often than not. All right. We get some whiskey in I here. I think that's a wrap. All right. One, right. So thank you for tuning in to episode zero of Pornography. Oh, sorry. Do it again. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to episode zero of Horonography. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this. Mm-hmm.